You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. BC Housing Board had conflict concerns in 2021, says former member. By Jen St. Denis, May 25, 2023. BC Housing's board had concerns about conflict of interest risk two years before a government investigation found former CEO Shane Ramsey had repeatedly broken rules to push public funding to his wife's nonprofit housing organization. In November 2021, Ramsey and the board chair at the time, Cassie Doyle, signed off on a new and much more detailed protocol written specifically to address the relationship between Ramsey and Janice Abbott the CEO of Atira Women's Resource Society. The new protocol replaced a much shorter protocol that had been in place since 2010, when Ramsey and Abbott were married. The board had some concerns, said Susan Russell-Sani about the new protocol document. This was before I joined, so I can't really speak to the specifics of why. But for oversight, they felt it wasn't up to what they would have liked as far as conflict of interest. Russell Sani was one of the members of the previous board, which was fired in July 2022 by Premier David Eby, who was housing minister at the time. Russell Sani joined the board on July 12, 2021. The updated conflict of interest protocol is dated November 26, 2021. The Taiyi has spoken to several former BC housing staff who said they frequently witnessed Shane Ramsey break the conflict of interest rules when he discussed funding and projects related to Atira. One of those whistleblowers told the Taiyi they spoke out about their concerns during an exit interview in 2021. They were later asked if that interview could be shared non-anonymously with Doyle, which the staffer agreed to. But when the Taiyi asked BC Housing in February 2022 if BC Housing had ever received any complaints about conflict of interest violations in relation to Ramsey, communications staffers said no. Any conflict of interest concerns brought forward are investigated as noted in the Code of Conduct, reads the statement BC Housing sent to the Taiyi. There have been no such concerns brought forward regarding the CEO. In an interview with The Globe and Mail, Doyle and another former board member, Perry Stanisha, said no staff had ever come forward with concerns about Ramsey violating the conflict of interest rules. Doyle and Stanisha did not respond to interview requests from the Thai for this story. On May 8, Provincial Housing Minister Ravi Cologne tabled a report by consulting firm Ernst & Young that found Ramsey had repeatedly violated BC Housing's conflict of interest rules when he pressured staff to give projects and funding to Atira Women's Resource Society. Under the conflict of interest rules, Ramsey was not supposed to be involved in any discussions or decisions involving Atira. The report pointed out that Atira is now the largest non-profit housing provider funded by BC Housing and in 2022 received $35 million more than the next highest funded provider. But the report said there was no evidence that Ramsey or Abbott had personally enriched themselves or that Atira had misused taxpayer money. Ramsey quit BC Housing in August 2022 while Abbott resigned from Atira Women's Resource Society last week. 
Russell Sani confirmed that conflict of interest concerns had been brought up in exit interviews when staff were leaving BC Housing. She said she first learned of those interviews when the board was discussing the Ernst & Young investigation. Russell Sani and other former board members say the way EB fired the entire BC Housing Board in July was unfair and has damaged their reputations. Shortly after releasing the Ernst & Young investigation on May 8, EB told reporters that when he learned of the conflict of interest allegations he asked that Ramsey be fired or placed on leave until a full investigation could be completed. When the board refused to do that, EB said, he decided the governing body needed to be replaced. Russell Sani said she and other board members did not think the EY investigation was thorough enough to justify ousting Ramsey and the board wanted to do its own probe into the allegations. She said the board had also gotten legal advice that BC Housing would have been at risk of a wrongful dismissal lawsuit from Ramsey if they fired or suspended him. There wasn't enough evidence that he was violating the conflict of interest, Russell Sani said of the investigation conducted by Ernst & Young. There was some printed quotes and text messages, but the text messages were redacted. Who actually sent those text messages was our question. And how do we know that that person is being truthful in their accusations? So that's why we hired a lawyer to give his legal opinion on that matter. Based on that lawyer's recommendation, Russell Sani said, the board planned to proceed with its own investigation. In response to Russell Sani's comments, James Smith, the deputy communications director of the premier's office, said EB wanted to act immediately when presented with evidence of violations of conflict of interest, rather than wait 10 months until after the forensic investigation was complete. It's standard practice in organizations to place an individual on leave during an investigation. That would have been entirely consistent with Premier EB's recommendation to the board, as he indicated in the legislature, Smith wrote in a statement to the TAI. The board had full access to the initial EY report, which raised significant concerns around the adherence to conflict of interest rules at BC Housing. Russell Sani said EB's actions had unfairly damaged the reputations of the previous BC Housing board members, many of whom have worked in housing policy or social services roles. He had the power to shape the public perspective and he went with the narrative that we were corrupt and that's incorrect, Russell Sani said. And he's done a lot of harm that can't be undone, because there are people out there who will think we're corrupt. We're not corrupt, we all did our jobs, and we were appointed for specific purposes, and fulfilled those. Thanks for stopping by the TAI today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And, if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the tie.ca and click on the support us button to pitch in. Finally, big big thank you to all of our tie builders who made this story possible.